Awesome. Well, welcome to 24-7. My name is Marcus, and uh, what up? Hey, how you doing, huh? How you doing? Hey, forget about it. So it's so good to see your beautiful and handsome faces. Look at someone and say, I'm glad you came. Look at someone else and say, 24-7 loves you. Because we do. So I got a video. I got a video. Let's roll this video right quick before we jump into this thing, before we do what we're going to do right quick. So, uh, yeah, make yourself at home. Talk amongst yourselves while the video plays. Joe, was that your skateboard that was on that? All right, listen up, listen up. Come alive! Come alive! Yeah? Yeah. Hey, Christine, you're here too. I love you. I know. Dad, what's happening? Honey, the power works. Uh-huh. I mean, straight facts. That was like growing up in my house sometimes because my mom would rewrap. She would rewrap some of the gifts that she's already given. And I'm like, Mom, come on, really? So, yeah. All right, I want to talk to you guys tonight about, I love that. What does that say right there? Attitude of Gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. I love the graphic. So our very own Lily came up with the graphic for this, and she's been doing my PowerPoints for me. So can we give it up for Lily? That's, that's pretty smooth right there. I said, find me something Thanksgiving, and she found a big, giant pumpkin. <laughs> I love it. So we're gonna talk, I want to talk to you guys about your attitude. Look at someone and say, I want to talk to you about your attitude. So hopefully your attitude is good. But no, for real, we're going to talk about an attitude of gratitude. And um, this season, because in a couple of days is what? <laughs> it's, it's turkey, it's tryptophan day coming up. Yeah, it's tryptophan. We're going to get some tryptophan. Y'all going to be comatose. Like, I had too much turkey. But with the season that's coming up, it's Thanksgiving. And, of course, we're, we're thankful. We give, you know, by the way, this I'm going to combine this message with December's message. And I want to give a special shout-out to, where's Sushi at? Sushi! Brandino! 
who won Kahoot last week. And then Ray Ray came in second. Aaron came in third. So, uh, Amanda, we missed you. I missed you. No, I missed you. <laughs> Facts. Facts. So, 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 so this will be a part of December's Kahoot. So what you going to do? Take notes. What you going to do? So, like I was saying, this season, holiday season, Thanksgiving is here. And before you know it, it's going to be gone. It's going to be, uh, you know, Christmas time. And someone say, Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. Where my Christmas, where my Christmas has at? I just love me some Christmas. You know. And I remember, I remember this time of the year, it's really easy to get caught up in what's going on in, you know, in Christmas, you know? My love language, one of them, guess what it is? <laughs> so my love language is gifts. I love giving gifts, but I love receiving gifts too. So it's really easy to get caught up. It's really easy to get caught up in this season and just think about that's the reason, you know, thinking about, you know, just, you know, what am I going to get? I don't know. I'm writing out a little list. How many people write out a little list so, you can, so your peeps can know what you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You looking online, you scrolling online, like, mm, click, click, you got a little in your shopping cart, Amazon. See, people don't even go to stores anymore. They just shop online, right? Deal with all the crazy people. Who, who still goes to stores? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the point of this is, it's really easy, guys and girls, listen to me. It's really easy to get caught up in just thinking about presents and, which is nothing wrong with that. I ain't hating because that's my love language. But it's really easy to get caught up in, you know, you know wants and needs and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes around this time of the year, we lose sight of having our attitude in the right place. So I want to give us a little attitude adjustment. So we're going to talk about attitude of gratitude. Aight. 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 So, so God blesses us so that we can give blessings to others so that they will see God's goodness, goodness reflecting through us. So you're blessed. And if you don't think you're blessed, then I can take you to some places and some areas and some places where you got to lock the doors and roll the windows up, hide your kids, hide your wife, kind of places to where you could be like, whoa, wait, I, I think I am blessed. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some parts of the world that are just like, you know, people are living on the streets. They don't have hot water, a, a, a decent meal to eat. They don't have decent clothes. They don't got shoes like we got. You know? So God blesses us so that we can show our thanks to others and, he, and reflect his goodness to others so that they can see his goodness shining through us. So we should give thanks in all things, at all times, to our, our Father in heaven, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who gives and who has saved us. Even, even if he doesn't bless us monetarily with physical things, he died, he sent his own son to die on the cross for our sins so that we don't, go to, we don't have to smell the scent of hell, so that we, you know, could have all of the things that the Bible talks about. If you only did that alone, that's enough to be like, thank you, Jesus. Oh, my gosh. 
thank you so much. I love you. You like my BFF. I mean, we just we tight. We homies. We road dogs. Everywhere I go, you. Everywhere I go, you go. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it should be. I want to ask you something. What does gratitude mean to you? What is gratitude? Let's poll the audience. What does gratitude mean to you? Who's, I see a hand. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. I see where you. I see where you're going. I see where you're going. All right, so I'm going to ask someone to pray at the end of the service so you guys listen, pay attention to what we're talking about. So when I ask whoever to pray, you can pile this together with a prayer. No pressure. All right, so gratitude. Yes. Say that one more time. Say it one more time. I like it. Knowing what you have and putting that before what you want. Okay. Anyone else? <laughs> I thought you were going to say so. You went to the chin like that was a thinking chin. Let me ponder. B, what you got? Gratitude. B went to his chin. Everybody going to the chin. What? <laughs> Let me scratch my chin. Hmm. Let me ponder. Emily? You, you want to quote Amanda? They like yours. Okay. Okay, say what she said. <laughs> nah, don't put on a spot like that. Anyone else? Gratitude, 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 going once, going twice. So to Amanda. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. The quality of being thankful. Say it one more time. The quality of being thankful. Okay, that put a little smile on my face too. The quality of being thankful. Okay, see, that's what I'm talking about. Nice. Being, say it one more time. Being grateful in perspective to others. Okay? You guys, I see hands on chairs. Does that mean you're thinking or you're just kind of like resting? You think? You got that? What you got, Ray Ray? Okay, okay. Every time I go turn around, someone says that. <laughs> all right, so I love all the responses. Yes. So gratitude, the quality of being thankful. A readiness to show appreciation and for to return kindness as well. So a quality of being thankful, a readiness for appreciation. So an attitude of gratitude is like, I just can't wait. <laughs> Someone's going to do something good for me. I know it. I know it. I know it. What you do? <laughs> like, <laughs> when he brings a little tear down, he brings it like that. So... The quality of being thankful, the readiness to show appreciation, is an attitude of gratitude, you know? Okay. So I want you to think of gratitude in three different ways. This will be on Kahoot. So pay attention. We're going to whisper it. The birds are going to hear you. No, I'm just joking. Is it not there? Look, they're looking. See? They're taking pictures. That's what, that's what she did. But hey. Those pictures didn't help when the game was going on because it's like, wait, if you just take a picture, you better study the picture. All right, so the first one. Things to think of, three things to think about gratitude. I want you to think of gratitude in three different ways, how we can break this down. Gratitude is a feeling, a sense of happiness when you receive a gift or a kind gesture or someone does something for you. So it's a feeling. Gratitude is a feeling, right? You, you feel kind of bubbly and giggly and just excited and just like someone does something nice for you you know 
someone surprises you with something, how do you feel? You're like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, they got me stuff again. Cool. Throw it in the pile with the other stuff. No, you're happy. We're going to talk about that person, but no, you should be happy. So gratitude is a feeling, a sense of happiness uh, when you receive a gift or an act of kindness or someone does something for you. Gratitude is a capacity. This is a learned skill to uncover the meaning in everyday situations. So you have the capacity to look for goodness in anything. The commercial was a little bit extreme, a little extra. I mean, not the commercial, the video. But dude had shoes wrapped up. He had every, he, he wrapped his kids up. I mean, you know? But that's the capacity to see the goodness of, of God's grace and mercy in any and every part of your life. You see what I'm saying? So that's, it's a capacity. You got to learn this skill. Some, some people aren't thankful. You do something for them, and it's like, uh, do you like it? Yeah. Okay. Um, can you tell your face? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My goodness. So it's a capacity. And the next one, gratitude is a choice. It's a choice. It is a conscious and deliberate decision to focus on the good instead of the negative. Let me say that one more time. It's a, it's a, conscious, it's a conscious and deliberate decision to focus on the good instead of the negative. And it's magnetic. And if you let it grow in your life so that others can see it, you will draw people to you. When I was studying for this and I'm looking at this, I don't know why, but Joe came to my, it's like a, Joe just popped up in my brain. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about this though. I mean, real talk, what's up? So a conscious and deliberate, Joe is consciously and deliberately making decisions to focus on the good instead of the bad, no matter what happens. I mean, he could get hit in the head with an acorn, and he just like, <laughs> you guys see that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go! <laughs> you know? That's, I mean, that's Joe. It's infectious. When Joe's not here, I was just telling, who was I telling, Zay? I was just telling Zay, like, we, we got to do something, man, Joe. If Joe ain't here, it's just like, you hear, like, crickets chirping. You know, no one's saying nothing. No one's celebrating. No one's hyping up, you know? When they say 24-7 in, in the adult church, you know, it's just like, 24-7. Joe's like, yeah, let's go. Woo! And everyone's like, yeah, I like that guy. Joe's not there. It's like, 24-7. You know? But it's <laughs> gratitude is a choice. So you have to choose for this to be like this. Joe gets up every morning and puts, hopefully, hopefully you put your pants on. I've heard about pants missing his, yeah. Joe puts his pants on, his socks and shoes and whatever. He comes up the door, brushes his teeth, whatever, whatever he's going to do. And he makes a conscious choice to be how Joe is, no matter what's going on in Joe's life. Now, I know Joe for years. I won't say how long, but I've known Joe for a long time. And I know things have happened to Joe throughout his life that weren't always, you know, good, or, you know, just you could have had a negative impact on him. And I'll be waiting to see what's Joe going to do. And I'll look at him, and here comes Joe. Hey! Hey, guys. <laughs> you know, what's up, my guy? You know? And he just comes in. <laughs> and he just comes in. I'm sorry, to, it's okay that I'm using you for this? Okay, good, because I was going to do it anyway. <laughs> so Joe makes a conscious 
deliberate decision to focus on the positive and not the negative. Is there negative in Job's life? Heck yeah. There's some negative things that happen in all of our lives. But does he meditate and focus on it? No, he's focusing on the positive. So, and when you do this, it's, it's infectious. You know, you ever hang around someone that's always ne- negative and just like all of a sudden you feel negative? Like, I was happy. Gosh. But you hang around someone that's positive and all of a sudden you're bubbly. You know? You know those kind of people? I think of Becky when I think of people that are bubbly. I just see bubbles everywhere and a good time and happy unicorns dancing. I don't know. <laughs> I think of Becky when I think of these positive people that are just like, you know, that are infectious. You know, you need ointment. You know, you got to rub something on you. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because it's good. It's a good infection. So, and that's what you want to do. So, first of all, the first one was what? Gratitude is what? Second. Third, it's a choice. But guess what? There's gratitude blockers. There's things that can block you having an attitude of gratitude. And guess what they are? What, what do you think some attitude, some, some gratitude blockers could be? Who says something? People can be gratitude. I just told you, I get, I get it's a open book test. I just told you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ultimately, everything points back to him. No. Selfishness. Suffering. Jealousy. Pride. These can, be at, these can be gratitude blockers to where you don't have the spirit of, the, of joy in your heart. So the noise, life, you know, text, email, social media. The news can definitely be a gratitude blocker. I'm like, oh, gosh. You know, everything's, you know, you're looking at life. Everything's urgent right now. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. You know, it's just, you know, all these things can be gratitude blockers. Too much social media can remind us of what's wrong in the world. And it can remind us of what we don't have, even though we don't need it. It reminds us of, 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 of what we don't have. None of these things makes us grateful for anything that we do have. You ever look at someone, I mean, social media, you're looking at, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, I could, I Look at that car, you know. Look at the house. You know, adults do this. We all do this, and these are attitude, gratitude blockers to where we forget to be thankful for what we have. You know, you're looking at, you know, how someone looks on social media. You know, I'm healthy. I'm alive. There's no tubes running out of my body. I'm, I'm, but I look at social media, I'm like, oh, gosh. Ugh. You know, if you're not careful... These are gratitude blockers. I mean, you start comparing your life, your body, your body, you know, what you have or what you do not have to others. Those are gratitude blockers. So Proverbs 15:30 says, "The light of the eyes rejoice the heart." Meaning what you allow, your eyes are the windows to your soul. What you allow to go into your soul brings joy or sorrow to your heart. A good report makes the bones fat. I was like, what that mean, God? <laughs> I have fat bones? That means you're going to be <laughs> healthy. You're going to be happy. So that one kind of made me scratch my head. I have to dig into that one and see what they talk about with fat bones. But uh, so the light of your eyes rejoice the heart, which you allow yourself to watch and see, bring 
joy to your heart or sorrow. So it's up to you. So the Omi attitude, entitlement mentality attitude, thinking that people owe you something. This is, this is huge for some people, that people just think that something's owed to them without them lifting a finger or a hand or doing anything. I just walk in the door and praise me, worship me, bring me stuff, do stuff for me, give me money. You know, some people walk in the door with an entitlement mentality thinking that things are just owed to them. And if that's you, please don't raise your hand. I said don't raise your hand. No, I'm just <laughs> so thinking that people owe you something um, when it's given, it's not a gift, but a right. Yeah, you have the right to give me that. So, yeah, put that over there. Thank you very much. And if you create a culture of compliance and entitlement, it robs you of your gratitude and thanks that you could have, that you should have for the blessings that are, you know, that, that either your mother, your father, whoever that loves you, Jesus Christ himself that blesses you. If you're not careful, it robs you of having that attitude of gratitude and you just expect it. And then you ever bought someone, have you ever brought something to someone and just like they just expected it and they, they weren't appreciative of it and it was just like, for me, oh, that rubs me, and, and yeah, that rubs me in so many different bad areas. It's just like, really? And then what do we do? I remember. I won't say anything to that person, but I remember. So I'll be like, <laughs> wait till next time, yeah, <laughs> get you a bag full of rocks. <laughs> Have fun with that. <laughs> so the entitlement mentality can be a gratitude blocker, worry, and negativity. So that's another one that can be a, a gratitude blocker. You're just always worried and just consumed with thoughts and, oh, my gosh. So worry is the result of dwelling on what you hope doesn't happen, but the fear that it will. So it's the result of dwelling on what you hope. I hope that doesn't happen, but I think it's going to happen. It's just... It consumes you, so you don't have the time to be thankful. You don't have the time for, for gratitude because you're so worried that the worst thing's going to happen to you. So worry and negativity. So again, worry is the result of, of dwelling on what you hope does not happen, but the fear that it will. And if you're focused on whatever is pure, lovely, good, fabulous, wonderful, then you won't have time to worry about the negativity, the negative things. If you focus on what's good in your life, you won't have time to worry about, you know, the worst thing that's probably not even going to happen. So Philippians chapter 6, uh, chapter 4, verse 6, says, Do not fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praise shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns. So take those worries and concerns to God. Who can actually do something about it? Because you can't. And the person that you text and can't, nine times out of ten, it's like, dang, girl, that's bad. <laughs> Let me show you what I got. <laughs> you ever do that? You're worrying about something? You're just so just down about something? And you share it with a friend? And you just brain dump on them? And, it's like, and then all of a sudden, they're, they're like, oh, that's so sad. But look at this. <laughs> Shut up. That's what happens when you... Put your cares and concerns in people that can't change the outcome. 
So Philippians chapter 4, verse 7 says, before you, before you know it, a sense of God, his wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle down in, in your spirit, in, inside of you. So it's, a wonder, it's, it's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. So when God takes that worry and concern that you're so stressed about, when he takes that away from you, and that's the time to rejoice. That's the time to, to, to be happy. So another gratitude blocker is a lack of connection and intimacy with God. Another blocker is a lack of connection and intimacy with God. The more you hang out with him, you're naturally cherished life. The more you are in your quiet time with him, the more you read his word, the more you have that relationship with, the closer you get with your mom and your dad, or your boyfriend or girlfriend, the more you begin to value the good qualities that they bring and possess, right? So you spend time with your, with your boo, your girl, your, your guy, whatever, you know, you're not like um, just expecting them to do things for you or whatever. You cherish the little things, like, oh. <laughs> They get a little, you know, a little eye booger out of your eyes. You know, they clean you up. You know, they send you a nice little encouraging. You, you know, you had bad things happen to you or you had a horrible day and they send you a little text that says, hey, you know, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Because your girl, your boy, your girl should be in the word and, and texting you biblical, you know, things to encourage you. So they're texting you biblically sound things to encourage you, Right. But the more, the lack of connection with, with, with God results in you not having that attitude of gratitude. It results in that you not appreciating the very things that bring life, that, that you should cherish. So, chapter John, chapter John, John chapter 15, verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, then I am in you. You will bear much fruit. Apart from me, and you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that has been thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked off and thrown into the fire and burned. So Jesus is saying that I'm the vine and you're the branches. If you are in me, then I am in you. So right there is a, is a reason for that attitude of gratitude. Right there is a, is a time to be thankful for all that he's done for you. So what are some ways for this Thanksgiving season and the Christmas season? I mean, I know good things are going to happen. There's presents and all these great things. But what are some ways, and I want to challenge you guys in this, what are some ways to express your gratitude? What are some ways that you can express your gratitude to your loved ones, to your, to your family, to your mom, your dad? Say it again. Return, returning their kindness. Yes. Being intentional. Woo, that's a good <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Hey, say it again. Hey, say it loud. They, they, I, I didn't hear you. Say what? Saying thank you. Huh. Saying thank you. Sometimes we just grab and go. <laughs> Sometimes we just grab and go. And we, we don't slow down enough to even say thank you sometimes, you know? 
here's some other ways for you to express your gratitude in this season and for the rest of your life. And not just on Thanksgiving, but for the rest of your life. So you can journal your blessings for three minutes as soon as you wake up every day. You can send a text, you know, DM, whatever. A note to someone that's been helpful to you and just show appreciation. You can leave many thank you notes around the house for your family. I think some parents will lose their mind. And for Jesus, I mean, it wouldn't be in a bad way, but they would lose their, their mind if there were little thank you notes. You know what, Mom? Thank you. Thank you for everything that you have done for me. Dad, thank you. You know what? Parents would be like, wait, what's going on? Jesus is coming. Oh, Lord, Lord, let me get right. <laughs> you know? Now your parents are already right. I'm just joking. <laughs> so okay check it out check it out check it out so ways to express gratitude make a list of 20, 21 things that you're thankful for and think about them for 15 minutes without distractions so make a list of things that you're thankful for you know this dude was talking about water and electricity you know, you can take, you can, you can go as deep as you want. You know, but I know we all have something to be thankful for, but we lose sight of it. Sometimes it's, it's because of the adversities that we're, chased, we're, we're, we're challenged with. We're in the midst of a storm right now, so it's hard to be thankful when you're in the midst of a storm. I've been in many storms, and it's hard to, to show, have that attitude of gratitude, and that's when God appreciates it the most. He sees my heart, and he, he sees that, you know what, I know things aren't right with you, Marcus, but... I appreciate that attitude of gratitude that you have right now. And he begins to work on behalf of that, and joy comes on the inside of my heart, you know, without me even doing anything, just because I appreciate just life itself. So go the extra mile and help someone who has helped you. Return the favor, play it forward. Thank God for all the possessions that you have and the things that you're not using sell them to someone else, give them away. Carve out a little time each week to focus on the positive things that happen each week. So, I want to challenge you guys to do this, to write down the things. As a matter of fact, I want to take a little time right now. I want to close your eyes. No one's looking around. And I want you to just think about, real quick, what are you thankful for? I mean, real talk. I'm not talking about strawberry Pop-Tarts, but I mean, if that's what you're thankful for, then okay, but, but I'm saying real, I mean, I mean, straight facts. What are you thankful for? What do you have that you know other people do not have? And I want you to just kind of think about that, and I want you to think about, and I want you to, I want you to, to reflect on it enough to, to where it starts to change your attitude to where you can say, you know what, I am, I do have a lot of things that I'm thankful for. Not the things that you want, but the things that you need, that you have, that are a blessing in your life. As you do that, I'm going to say a prayer over you. Father, thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, so that I can know you so that I can have an intimate relationship with you. Please forgive me 
for thinking and taking so many blessings that are in my life for granted so many times instead of saying thank you to you, to my parents, to my loved ones. Forgive me for not having an attitude of gratitude. I've complained about what you've given me or, or simply asked for more when it, wasn't en- when it wasn't enough for my liking. And please forgive me for being selfish instead of selfless. Please develop in me and each one of these students and leaders that are listening to this prayer a heart of gratitude that can begin to just develop on the inside of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Attitude of gratitude. Look at someone and say, I got an attitude of gratitude. So this season, some of you probably do this naturally, so for you, this is this is not really a challenge, but if this doesn't come naturally for you, then I want you, this Thanksgiving, this, this whole week, pick some of these ways to show that you have an attitude of gratitude, writing a little thank you note, saying thank you, doing kind gestures, kind gestures for someone that has never done anything for you. There's one. Do something kind for someone that's never done anything kind for you, and watch what it does for you and them. Someone that has been just blatantly just, you know, disrespectful or ugly or mean, do something kind for them. Even if you don't get something from them, it's going to make you feel good on the inside. But this week, I want to challenge you guys to, to just do simple acts of kindness and show God's love because we are the light of this world. So let's let our light shine. Amen? Amen. Let's transition. Let's transition.